بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى لسيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى لإبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا عندما أنت في رمضان which Allah Tabarak Tala has made as a training ground for the remaining 11 months that come after Ramadan. There is one very great part of the world that understands the month of Ramadan to be the month of Ibadah, the month of Quran, the month of being good. So they do a lot during the month of Ramadan. But because they understood this part to be the month to do everything, and as soon as Ramadan ends, then on the first day after Ramadan, which is called Eid, so that person was becoming a doctor, and now Ramadan was called his exams. And every night he was writing, and he was studying, and he was making dua, and he was writing, and then the month ended. He finished his exams. If that doctor thought that my job of being a doctor is for Ramadan, and on the first of Eid, now he graduated, and you ask him, what you doing? He said, retiring. He will never go anywhere in life. You will say, no, now you only started. Ramadan has always been a preparation for what comes after Ramadan. Fajr time, we mentioned this, that in Ramadan, Allah put away the criminals. The worst of the shayateen have been pushed one side. So that man can prepare for the day when those shayateen are coming out again. Now when they come out, what preparation you have to make? In the past it was a little hard to explain it. Then COVID came in the world. Then it became very easy. That people became gripped with a certain fear that I don't know where that virus is coming from. Some said it's coming from the man next to you. So we stood away from him. Some said it's coming if someone sneezes. That's why if you give bayan at the past, some, we coughed, then everyone went like down. That it must just go over my head. Then today the doctor said, no, it's stuck in the air. Wherever you're going to go, it's going to catch you. So they created what was called a suit. Whatever the name is, it's like a space suit. So the doctors, they wear it normally, that it covers you from head to toe. From all sides, because you don't know where it's coming from. He said, just washing your hands is not going to help it because we don't know it's coming from the air, it's coming from the water, you might be eating it. So that person, they had to cover themselves so well that wherever it's coming from, I have to make sure that when I enter that environment, that thing can't come to me. <coughs> so whether that was true or whether it's a lie, we'll never know. But we do know there is some other virus in the world which Rasulullah spoke about. That was called the virus of, it's called shaitaniyat. The devil's attack. Rasulullah used to make dua and he thought how to put up veils against this attack. He would say, Allah place in front of me nur, light. And behind me light. And on my right hand side light. And my left hand side light. And he says, Allah protect me from being attacked from this side and that side. People understood, like, what's this light that will surround his body? So in the past, people never understood, like, what's this light? 
COVID came, people became so scared that if in one way it just ended. But when one COVID came, people became so scared. I took homeschooling. I went with them to the masjid. I took them to the madrasa. I brought them back. I made sure there was never a phone week. So the answer is that I said one day, what mistake did I make? So the answer is that if that virus has to come, it doesn't need a very big hole, even a small, that are not Rosa itself, because now in the month of Ramadan we are fasting. But we have to work for two sheep that are not Rosa itself, because in the month of Ramadan we are fasting. But we have to work for two sheep in the sun. Our wudu today is like what we call plastic. Now it's a little harder for us today because our wudu today is like what we call plastic. That we just make wudu, it just lasts for the salah as soon as you go out of the masjid, the wudu breaks. That is why they say there's a lot of air pollution. Well, our wudu don't stay in the mountains. So one person said the jal will never reach here. I told him, look at that. Amazing, even in the mountains. So one person said the jal will never reach here. I tell him, look at the highest part of this mountain we are. MTN was there. MTN found this is the highest. So they asked that farmer that can we put our MTN. So the highest part of those mountains where we went and we found the MTN made a road there. So it was that same Muzu. During the day we and we were able to read Isha with that same Muzu. During the day we ate sausages and bry meat. No one's Muzu broke. No one in the Jamaat. So I wondered about that. I said, how amazing in a pure land, wuzu not supposed to break. Wuzu not supposed to break. That food naturally digested. Naturally. We hear of the people of the past, most likely it was Allama ibn Sirin, rahimullah. Someone said to his mother, how is your son? She said, not well. Because like every three days he has to go toilet. And me and you were think constipation. What she meant is that Every three days is going like number two. It's supposed to be like after a few days, then you'll go for biggest ninja. Every three days. Like. Aisha radiallahu anha says, when the woman needed to go toilet, so we'll never understand this. Like. Said when the woman needed to go toilet, so then she would tell her friend that I think tonight I need to go toilet. now. So you'll come with me at night. So they will make their appointment, no problem. So at night then the woman would go outskirts. When you read that narration, now you wonder how this works like. I have to go toilet now. I could tell one person, you know what, I think tomorrow night I need to go toilet. You'll come with me. Like. I need to go toilet. We're all standing there at the door, knocking it. Come out, come out. Their bodies were able to pull for days. Majority was just digested because of the area. So we don't have that, unfortunately. Our wuzu breaks very fast. Why was it like that? Perhaps the devil understood that as long as the individuals keep wuzu, it's very hard to break through. So they made food and they made an environment such that our wuzu doesn't last. We just make wuzu. In this last year, we were having a dars of hadith. Once a week we have it. So in the dars of hadith, we were doing the first chapter which comes in the books of hadith, Kitab tahara and a lot of discussion took place on this, that how important is wuzu in our life? Is it just the key for salah? So Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa said, At-tuhuru shatrul iman. 
that your purity is half of your iman. Meaning it's not only for your salah. He would explain wuzu is your shield. Allah's Nabi said, the difference of my ummah and other ummahs is I'll recognize you with your wuzu. He said, your wuzu will make a shine on your entire body. He said, the one who wants his shine to be longer, let him lengthen his wuzu. Which one meaning is, that always make wuzu. He put so much emphasis, even if you got wuzu and another salah comes, make wuzu again. Then he explained what wuzu will do. Normally when we have a certain sickness, then they say put on a cream. Again, COVID taught everyone to see also. When you would see some people sanitizing. We normally when we have to put our hand there, like we press that thing and we move our hand away. Like the least it can touch. You can feel that thing, it's finishing your skin. But there were certain children who were so warned by their parents, sanitized properly. My one friend said he would see them in the madrasa, they would come with their sanitizer. The child was scared of the book also. So they would turn their page and then they would sanitize. Turn the page. Their own book. but They brought the book from their home. Their own book. They turned the page, they would sanitize. I don't know what's going to happen to that hand one day. So much. When they sanitize, they made sure they never miss anything. Because the insect caught, ever the virus could be anywhere. So proper khilal was made. Ever wuzu asked, they did it all. So now let's look at wuzu. When Nabi thought of wuzu, spoke of wuzu, he wanted it like this. When a person works, lives in this world, like how dust settles, sin also settles. Because we walk out, we hurt someone's feelings, we laughed at someone, we looked at something, in everything dust settles. Nabi wanted his believers to be shining. To shine, it means they can't be dust. He said, wudu and the water of wudu will keep the shine on you. He said, when the individual will make wudu, he said that khati'a, khati'a means even that mistake, that mistake will drop away from his fingertips with the last drop of water. Meaning as that one drop comes from here, that khati'a that's hiding under the fingertip, he said, even that will drop away. He said that error which the eye made, as you will wash the area around the eye, that error that the eye made will also drop with that last drop of water. The Sahaba radiallahu were encouraged, we were encouraged to make wuzu in a manner, you don't need Lord water, you need Lord rubbing. Like sanitizer. When sanitizer was expensive, they never used Lord, but they rub Lord. Use little, then later on they realized the gimmick, the thing, the thing was only 50 cents, they were charging 50 rand for it. But at the beginning, it had no value, that thing. They just pushed up the value. So water was never told, use lot water. Use little water, but rub lot. It will be proper khilal, proper in the nose. If you're not in rosa, you will actually make a snuff. It will go in. And then you will blow the nose. When you blow it, even the dirt of sun which went up the nose will come out. What wuzu a shield is created. When the shield is there wherever you're walking. So it is something hard for us because I told you our wuzu is plastic. But the one who tries 
Allah Tabarukullah then opens up for him and his wuzu starts lasting longer. In Ramadan, let's try this. Yeah. Because in Ramadan, we always know I need to read Quran. So I must have wudu. One person said to me one day, why is it so hard to read namaz? So I told him, the problem is your shoes. So he asked, looked at his shoe and he said, like, what you mean? I say, namaz is not hard. The wuzu is hard. And wuzu is not hard, but wuzu for you is very hard. Because when you think of wuzu, first thing you think about your big shoes and your socks. That if I'm going to make wuzu now, how am I going to dry my feet? I said, we, we wearing the champels. Like, we'll make wuzu anywhere and walk with the wet champel also. I said, if your shoes are spoiling your wuzu, then don't wear shoes anymore. Come down to champels also. Until you become habitual of wuzu. Your body can't be such. Some women, they wear such a tight, whatever they call it, that when the time of wuzu comes, they say, you know what, I'll read my maghrib, asr maghrib isha at home. When they ask why, they say, because you know, to take out this thing, I have to take out my whole cloak. This thing is not going up. It gets stuck here. Like. They bought such clothing. The Daropas making wuzu. When we entered in Madrasa, the Darul Ulum, then in the Darul Ulum you'll always find like you get the new boy and then you get the higher. So in the higher levels, no one wears socks. Because it's not practical. You want to be with wuzu all the time, you have to run from class, quickly make wuzu, come back. But the new boy, in the Madrasa you'll see whoever's wearing socks is the new boy. They grew up in an environment that no one must see my feet. So in school, you don't go without socks in school. You must wear socks. So the new boy, as soon as he makes wuzu, you'll see while we're going to the masjid, he's drying his feet. Because he needs to put his socks on. After one year, then he also says, get rid of the socks. We live in an unnatural environment. Socks also became unnatural. Because that feet need a lot of air. Especially when it gets hot. But because the environment was such that we had to put on the sock for the certain shoe we had to wear. Now when the time of wuzu comes, it becomes very hard to just run quickly because I got a lot of clothing to take out first. I have to put my jacket somewhere. I'm scared no one must steal that jacket. Then I'm scared about that socks. I'm scared about the shoes. I'm scared of a lot of things. If it's all troubling us, then the law is then leave all of those things and come back to wuzu. We need to be with wuzu throughout the day. What will happen if we got wuzu? It's a natural shield. Wuzu is such a unique ibadah that it is mentioned after the wuzu is made. The person just reads Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh. Which we all know, Shahada. It's mentioned after he reads that the eight doors of Jannah all open up. So the question that comes, why does it open up? Nabi Wasallam told Abu Bakr an, every door of Jannah will call. He said, will there be that person who every door of Jannah calls? Like, that door says, I want you. That door says, I want you. Nabi Wasallam said, there will be and maybe you'll be amongst them. Meaning Abu Bakr had it all. He had it all. But now me and you, we got nothing. 
But when we make wuzu, every door opens up. So the question is, why does it open to us, like calling us, you come, you come, you come. The reason is that after the wuzu is made, Allah through the blessings of wuzu wipes away every sin. So that individual that is standing now, Jannah when it looks at him, Jannah says, I want you. That there's no one shining in the world like you. The barakah of wuzu is what's our inside gets covered. Just like how Jannah now calls us. And he says, you are the unique Abu Bakr of the era. I want you. Every door of Jannah. Just like how Jannah sees us smart. The devil also sees us unique. And where Jannah calls us, the devil stays away from us. Because the shine is such that it makes us attractive to Jannah and it pushes us away from the devil. If we can stay with wuzu, even if we're not the best, we will be able to bluff Jannah and Jannah will say, I want you no matter what. And we'll be able to bluff the devil. When it walks, it will stay one side. All we need is wuzu. Our inside, even if it's not the cleanest, but wuzu will ensure we will look the cleanest. Nabi Sallallahu loved his ummah to have wuzu. He made wuzu so often that few occasions happened. One is here to teach his sahaba that it's not farz to have wuzu. So for that day when he complete came out of Istinja, the sahabi immediately brought wuzu water. Then Nabi Sallallahu said that, no, it's not necessary. By saying not necessary means before that moment Sahaba radiallahu anhum had never seen Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa coming out of Istinja except that he made wuzu first. So he had to explain to them, no it's not necessary. Let me just wash my hands because something was ready. He said, let's go for it. It's not necessary. By that not necessary, so much emphasis was put. That yes, it's not necessary, but like how you all know, there's never been a day that I came out except that I made wuzu. Only today I want to tell you it's not farz. That if a time comes when you can't make wuzu, then don't worry. Another occasion, Allah's Rasul came out from Istinja and a sahabi radiallahu an made salam. And remember, it wasn't our houses where our toilet and our tap are next to each other. Which was never the best. But if the tap now is next to the toilet, the tap is saying that, you know what? After toilet means wuzu. In their era it was not that. In their era the toilet was far in the bush. And there there was no water. But still Nabi Sallallahu whenever he came out of Istinja, and he completed, he came away from that area, as soon as he came in the public, the Sahabi ran to him with the water of wuzu. And then he wanted to make the wuzu. Us, after toilet is tap. So the tap is telling you that I'm already in your way. Just make wuzu and carry on. Don't pass without wuzu. Nabi Wasallam came out of Istinja. A Sahabi came and made salam. Nabi Wasallam did not reply. But there was no water. So he saw a wall. He went to the wall, he hit on the wall, he made tayammum. 
And then he said, Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. And then he said, I disliked taking the name of Allah except with purity. Think of this. He was not ready to make that salam. Because wa alaykum as-salam, as-salam is the name of Allah. Wa rahmatullah, Allah's name. He said, I disliked taking the name of Allah except with purity. So when masala came about this, that is it allowed to make the yammum if water is not far away? So normally, no, you can't. If water is nearby, you have to go to that water, make wuzu. But there are certain actions which doesn't need wuzu. Example, to make salam. So for those actions, if the water is still... But it will be nice to always have wuzu. So for those actions... Can I go make wuzu like... So that Ustad said, Bye, you're wasting your... By the time you're coming back, time you're going... Can I go make wuzu like... Make tayammum. We thought he's lying like... Then we saw that that is the masala. You can make tayammum for something that doesn't need wuzu. You also stay with wuzu. There was a pious person of recent time also stay with wuzu. You also stay with wuzu. There was a pious person of recent times. He made a lot of effort. In Hindustan, he became known as Mujaddid Al-Faisani. He changed the entire scene of the land of Hindustan at a time where everyone thought this is the end of Islam in that land. There was atheism spreading everywhere. It was known as the deen of Akbar. Akbar's deen was you more Hindu than Muslim. Muslim name but Hindu culture. He said, I want the Muslims and the Hindus to be happy. But to make them happy, he said that whatever the Hindus want, we'll do it. And we will always like compromise. He said, we can't ask them to compromise. They are our brothers. So he compromised a lot with Islam. But he wasn't compromising with the Hindus. So everything of the Hindus now became normal. So Qurbani time came also. He said, I don't think this year we must slaughter the cows. Because you know, don't kill the God. So like that it started. And then a lot of compromise took place in his deen. And the ministers couldn't say anything. Mujadir al-Fasani. He made an effort. He was even locked up. From prison he was writing to the ministers that you'll know what you're doing is wrong. Take courage. Take himmat. And with his letters, he created a dini fervor. In the day that this king died, Allah made everything change. Because the ministers were all ready. Everything changed. It came back again. Mujadid al-Fasani, he did his work. Then in his progeny, now you get your son, you get your grandson, you get your great-grandson. Most likely it was great or great-grandson. Whatever it was, it's not very clear. Those great-grandchildren one day, they now young boys, like your young boys. So there was a masjid and outside the masjid now the British came also and the British when they came, they came with the cricket, they came with the soccer. So those boys were playing some soccer or cricket, whatever it is, who knows what they were playing. They were playing, playing, playing and one of the elders of the nearby masjid, he saw them, so he went like how you go in Jamaat, you go meet the youngsters. So he said to them, my youngsters, you know what, now wrap up your game and go make wuzu quickly because namaz is going to take place, you know, azan is going to go. So that young boy said, uncle... He said, we are the children of Mujaddid Sahib. So the man never understood. He said, there's not one of us except that he stays with wuzu from the beginning to the end. He said, you telling us go make wuzu. Every one year if our wuzu breaks, we make wuzu immediately. He said, we are the progeny of Mujaddid. Our mothers never let us stay without wuzu. We grow up in this thing. Wuzu breaks, immediately make a wuzu. 
we're playing cricket, soccer, if our wuzu breaks, we would have made wuzu. There's no need to tell us, go make wuzu. He said, we are the progeny. Allah make our children like that. That they can say, I got wuzu. There are some of our children, whenever we tell them, go make wuzu, they say, my wuzu never broke. But I don't believe that. But they don't make wuzu. It wasn't meant that way, it meant the other way. That You need to keep your wuzu. And if you can do that, wallah, you will get such a shield. Such a shield. Jannah will every day say, I want you. Every day. And if you got that wuzu and the next salat time comes and you're adding an extra wuzu, it is called light upon light. Noorun ala noor. That light will just get better and better and better. The beauty of this ummah is in wuzu. Purity of this ummah is wuzu. Protection of this ummah is wuzu. Everything is in that wuzu. Every sun falls away, every evil falls away. You remain shining during the day. That person who got wuzu and he sleeps, in one narration it comes that the one who sleeps with wuzu, his soul makes sajda by the arsh of Almighty Allah. Your sleep becomes an ibadah just because of wudu. Your day becomes an ibadah. The whole day is regarded as you are in salah. I told you, you bluffed Jannah with wudu. You bluffed Jannah because Jannah's eight doors open. He said, you are Junaid Baghdadi. But you were never. Nabi wasallam said, the angels continue making dua and istighfar. And when they come to the masjid where we there, even the angels love you. And when they come to the masjid, individuals wuzu breaks. Then the angel sees his reality. As soon as the individuals wuzu breaks, then the angel sees his reality. It's a very good thing, parda. But the person must understand that parda is a very good thing, parda. But the person must understand that it doesn't mean every face that is covered is the most beautiful girl. So sometimes when a boy falls in love with a girl, we ask him, you saw her? He says, I saw her eyes. So I say, now you're in love with her for two years, but you don't know how she looks. So he says, no, she looks good with the parda. So he said, the day the veil is lifted, then the reality will be shown. You have to go and see the girl and say, I need the veil to be lifted. As long as that veil is not lifted, we get bluffed sometimes. So we were in Pakistan, as Rakim Sahib told the man, tell your story of Toba. He said the story of Toba was he was in a car and one auntie came next to him. So he looked at her, she looked at him. So a lot of people say in the eyes the messages pass. Not always. Like sometimes you get the wrong message. She looked at him, I don't know why, but whatever he thought, like she gave him eye or something. So he started, as she was driving now, she, he started following her, whatever he saw in the eye. And I don't know if she even realized he's following her, but he really thought that now she's playing the game with him. And they carried on for a while and they drove, drove, drove. And then finally, like when she stopped at the robot, now he said, like, now I have to go and make, like, meet her. Because she drove me, like, she's playing the game. So he stopped behind, he jumped out of his car, he came. Lucky it was Pakistan, not South Africa. Like, she would have thought he's hijacking her. So it was an old auntie, he stopped there. She said, Beta, like, uh, what you want? He just looked stunned at her. He said, Ma, Ma. He went back to his car quietly. And he said, I made a fool of myself. So he said, that day I learned 
<laughs> that the eye doesn't tell no messages. <laughs> he said, I learned the reality of the world. That just because it's covered doesn't mean it's unique. When we got wuzu, even the angel gets bluffed. And the angel says, you are the man. He doesn't want to leave us. So if you want the angels, you want Jannah, you want the Jinnat away from you, you want it all, all we need to do is put on the veil of wuzu. It is called a shield of the believer for this reason. The arrow of the devil doesn't go through, it pushes it away. Yes, your wuzu. You shine. You shine in this world, you shine in the year after. Nabi Wasallam said, I'll recognize you. Because they asked that, Oh Allah's Nabi, how will you recognize us? We will be around everyone. Nabi Wasallam said, look in the field. Can you see that one animal? The whole animal is black, but there's one white spot on it. Or can you see many black animals, but one white one? They said, that you can definitely pick up. White from black, black from white. They said, in that manner, I will recognize you, even if you're surrounded by a thousand. He said, how will you recognize that you will be shining because of wuzu, the rest will not be shining. He said, I will recognize you from the shine of your wuzu. Then he said, the one who wants to lengthen the shine, let him lengthen it. In lengthening it, this is our lengthening. The more you will stay with wuzu, the more you're going to shine. Allah make me shine, Allah make you shine. That was one we wanted to mention. It's not easy, but the child who starts working for it, he will find his body will become natural. He will be able to stay with wuzu. Wuzu will protect you from a lot of things. It comes when you get angry with your wife. Then go make wuzu. But if that person got wuzu already, that itself will be looking after him. You won't get angry so much. You won't be vulgar so much. You'll remain nice. You'll remain clean. You'll remain pure. Wuzu. Whoever said, I'm making wuzu. You say, you're making wuzu. What are you going to do now? You say, watch a movie. Just the wuzu will say that I'll go read Quran. Natural, you're not going to put on wuzu and say I'm going to the cinema. Now you don't know that. Well, Zamana has changed. One time we mentioned about the rave club. So we said in the rave club there's devils there. And they grab people. Nowadays the boy still wants to go to the club but he wants to make sure the devil don't grab him. So he says what I'll do, I'll make wuzu and I go. Different Zamana next. So I'll go with Wuzu. He can't grab me now. <laughs> so it never meant that there. It meant that you're so unique, you're not supposed to go there now. It will keep you away from evil, keep you away from fun. Wuzu is hard, but the results of Wuzu are unique. The results of Wuzu are unique. Make this Wuzu. What the second one I wanted to mention was about Quran, but now time has already passed. My throat is paining also. So the second shield of ours is Quran. This is the month of Quran, we're going to read lot. But what it meant was to prepare us to read Quran out of this month. Out of the Ramadan, this evil shayateen are going to come back. And by the day, Allah has allowed it as we're moving closer to the day, certain jinn are being let loose, which perhaps from the time of Adam a.s. earth never saw them. There's one narration in Muslim Sharif close to the time, from the ocean certain jinnat will be let loose. Meaning Allah has chained many, many, many. And Allah in His system as zamana changes, different shayateen are let loose. Each one is worse than the other. We reached a time where the jinn are being let loose in any amounts. 
That is why you're finding everyone say, I got jinn problems and this problem and that problem. It's a very filthy world because of drugs and porn and the metaverse and a lot of jinnata in the environment. So if you want a nice word, you'll say the corona is getting worse by the day. But this is that corona. The jinn are coming out in huge numbers. Me and you need to save ourselves. So we need shields. One is our wuzu, one is our Quran. When Ramadan comes to an end, because fitna has gone higher, it needs our protection to also go higher. So before this Ramadan, if every day we were reading half para, then in Ramadan we have to prepare that after Ramadan I have to now read three quarter para. And every year as evil will increase, I will have to increase in my shield. My power must increase. So one is my wuzu, and one is my Quran. And then one point on that wuzu, last point which I mentioned today for the woman, then I said I'd rather mention it because it affects the boys most. Wuzu will also keep you very handsome. For the girls it keeps them very beautiful. Where it removes the innocent, Allah's system is if the inside is clean, the outside gets a natural beauty. There's a natural shine that will come on a person who makes wuzu all the time. A natural shine will come. If you haven't got that natural shine, then people go for the other shine. So I mentioned that, I thought I'll mention it here. I went to one house. There was one young boy, he came to make salam. Like how always we go, the young boy comes to make salam, he wears his kurta. So that boy was shining, shining, shining. So I told him, either whole night you read tahajjud, or your mother put Vaseline for you. So he laughed, it was Vaseline. You know it's Vaseline, how are you going to get that shine? So then his father was next to me, I told the father that, you know, when I was young, I met, I had a friend, his father used to put a lot of Vaseline, he used to shine, I used to always look at the shine, but because I never have so much Vaseline access that time, so I couldn't shine. But that boy was always shining. And then as we grew up, then we saw the amount of acne that came out on that same face. A lot of acne. And then we know that he had to go now and take a lot of tablets for that acne. And those tablets also got a lot of side effects. It finishes your manhood up. So later on you look very handsome for the girl, but you're not a man like. That acne tablets is very bad. Sometimes you tell the person, you know what, tell the girl, either accept me as I am, or I'll come to you without the acne, but they won't be me anymore. Like, Think about when you're doing treatment from Western medication. Don't just take the tablet without reading the side effects. Those tablets, they write the side effects so much. That because there's so many side effects, every year you'll see the line become smaller also. You can't even read that. You ask the doctor, the pharmacist, what's the side effects? He says, nah, don't worry. Nah, don't worry, it means I don't have the time to read it. I need glasses to put it on. I don't understand. So we tell people, if you're going to take tablets in today's time, you read Allah's name first. Bismillah. Because the name of Allah will hopefully save you from that poison. But let's go backwards. Why must we get the acne? So the acne comes because of a lot of the creams that we use. Why are we putting on that creams I want to shine? So wuzu will make you shine. So I told him that, you know, I saw that it doesn't happen to every boy, but if it happened to one, it can happen to another, isn't it? That's what they said for COVID. COVID, everyone never got sick. They said one getting sick and they wrote that. That means everyone will get sick. Everyone got scared. So if you saw one, there's a chance you could be the other. Don't put Vaseline on your face. Mufti Muhammad Shafi Sahib, when they introduced him to the modern, what is called, 
chemicals, creams, soaps, modern soaps. Allah had blessed him with the firasat. He never make any investigation. He just felt it like this. And then he said to his friend, do me one favor. You're asking me the masala, is it halal or haram? He said, that, like it's a different issue. Because like our soaps, one friend from Australia came the other day to my house. So, very high level of iman Allah gave them. Very high level. So they came to my house. They thought I'm like Junaid Baghdadi. I said, better you carry on listening to my bayan and think I'm Junaid Baghdadi. You Junaid Baghdadi. Very high level. So we went to the masjid. I took the soap in my hand. He told me I'll never take soap in my hand. He said, how do you use soap which got animal fat in it? So I told him, no, I don't think it got. I never knew it got. It does have. The masala is it's clean. Masala is it's clean. He said, from the day my mother accepted iman. So most likely his mother was something like that. From the day she accepted Islam, she said she'll never allow this fat to ever touch her body. So I went home to check up, to tell him that it hasn't got animal fat. Now I'm checking, I said, hey, most of the soaps do have animal fat. Masala-wise, all don't have pig fat. Lucky. Say some got pig fat, all don't have. And then the ulama said, because it changes, so many changes it goes through, it becomes permissible. But becomes permissible doesn't always mean it's the best. Like, he said, I'll never let it touch my body. So whatever happened, that person told Mufti Shafi Sahib. So Mufti Shafi Sahib felt it and he gave the masala. He said, my friend, do me one favor. Let this thing never touch your face. So you want to wash your hands with it, no problem. Wash your feet with it, your legs with it. He said, don't put it on your face. This thing. We also did this here. That in that shower we went to, we let that nice soap touch our body because it feels very nice. But we'll never put that soap on our face. We don't know what that thing is. So everyone wants to feel nice. We, when winter comes, our skin doesn't go as dry as other people's skin. The reason is because we never put on those creams they put on. So to the woman I mentioned this, my friend was there yesterday when I mentioned it, he got very happy. I said today's makeup and creams have hardly caused any effect to the face of the person, meaning any good effect. I said the only place I saw it causing an effect is the wallet of the husband. That's the only place. Every day that price changes. It's expensive. You go in a house, there are so many creams on that. So many creams, you wonder like, do they use all? When we were small, we used to go for waffle, milky lane. So we were not interested in the waffle, we were worried about the syrup. They would bring the syrup, it was our thrill, we would put all the syrup. Just because it's free, you put this one, you put that one, you put that one, you spoil the whole waffle. But because we were happy like, so we weren't eating the waffle, we were eating salt, sugar. Just put everything. Sometimes you think, is the auntie managing to put all of this? Because it's there, little of this, little of that, little of that, finally on the face. Well, that woman make wuzu after that. Now me and you also. You're going to put so much of cream on your face. And then you say, hey, I go make wuzu, it'll get washed off. Let's go backwards. That let wuzu be our shine. And we become independent of the creams of the world. That I don't need it. 
That individual who does that, he will see he doesn't need so many. He doesn't need so many underarm deodorants. He doesn't need so many gels for his hair. He doesn't need so many creams. His body doesn't give that smell. Start making wuzu in a manner that you always would wuzu. And you will shine wherever you go. May Allah make me from the people of wudu, make you from the people of wudu, and make our children from the people of wudu. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah.